One, two, three. We are back. A little late on a day. You know, it's the start of the week. It is currently Tuesday at 12.30. We're sitting under the basketball court. Man, are these lights bright today. Very. Guys, I'm very excited for this topic. Today, we are talking about one of the coolest and most amazing people that I have got the pleasure of meeting and knowing here. Oh, that's being generous, I think. <laughs> Adam Bratch. Okay. <laughs> wow. We're going to wow. run it through again. I'm Gabe. I'm Alfred. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Time with AGA. Let's just jump in, man. Adam, give us a little give us a little background on you. I'm going to need full name, date of birth, social security number, email address, and password. <laughs> All Credit right. card information. Yeah. All right. All of the above. Please. Perfect. Well, everybody, I am one of the three main co-hosts on this podcast, Time with AGA, as you all have been listening to. My name is Adam Brech. I'm 18 years old, and I am originally from <laughs> um, Fallbrook, California, if any of you know where that is, but most recently from Wisconsin. Scott! Yes, sir. Hopefully I won't be getting hit by this car. We'll see. How about that P-Safe? Yeah. I don't look like a P-Safe. What does P-Safe got to do? No, no. P-Safe doesn't drive... Watch it, watch. Watch the toes here. Well, um, Adam, continue. I would love to know. So, you're originally from Wisconsin. Correct. Or, no, sorry, you're originally from California. Sorry, yes, that's correct. But, uh... <laughs> but sorry, we, crew, a little technical difficulty over here. We moved to Wisconsin. We could probably move very I'm brief. I'm so sorry, are you recording something? No, you are totally fine. We are, but it's fine. You're fine. Is that Owen? Hey, that's all Owen's. Okay. Hey. Hell yeah. <laughs> what a great person. We have a lot of fans. Yes, but I... Uh, no, we don't. What a great driver. <laughs> what a phenomenal driver. Hi, Alfred. Hi, Owen. Well, that was phenomenal. <laughs> I love I love people stopping by. I That's love, what it's meant for. I love people, period. Yeah, Same. people are cool. People are cool. Just like you. But Just back like to you. one of my you favorite little, people. Little monkey. Okay, you. hey, stop flirting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little monkey. Adam, originally from California, <laughs> then moved to Wisconsin. Correct. What's what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the rundown here? So let me take you through the whole thing, actually. Um, so born in Riverside, California, lived in Fallbrook, a little north of San Diego, for all you know, near Temecula. Grew up in here. Grew up here till I was around nine years old. Then all of a sudden, up and moved to Wisconsin because my father's job. Um, which now looking back at it in hindsight, actually now I have know the whole story. It was only part of it. At the time, as a kid, mm-hmm. I thought that was like the whole reason, right? Um, that's what my parents told me. That's what your parents tell you as a kid. They try to shelter you a little bit, you know. They try to easy, easy the blow of uh, of the real world. So it wasn't just because of my dad's job. But it was also because of um, wanting to be close to our family because we had a lot of family in the Midwest, not much in California besides my siblings. So it, it was a rational, natural decision to, to move closer to them should anything happen to any of our family. Which I understand, but as a kid, it's, you know, it's a little hard to move. Um, Especially that distance. Oh, yeah. Different places, let me tell you. So I moved there when I was nine. Spent fourth through the fifth grade in Wisconsin, and then, sure enough, suddenly again, at the start of middle school, moved to Tennessee. And that was purely because of my dad's job. Um, We got a promotion with this company, and then... Good man. We moved. He is a great man, yes. We moved to Tennessee... I'm um, kind of out of the blue. Again, entirely different place in Wisconsin and California were. Um, we got another car inbound. Let's see what happens. 
This is this is actually very interesting because there are no spots open left. Yeah. In this place, wow, they're heading right for us. Yeah. Oh no, no, no just do me a solid. One sec. <laughs> <Let's> anyway, see. <laughs> let's see how this guy does in the uh, little room. Wow, much, not gonna lie, much better U-turn. Way better yeah. than our previous counterpart. Yeah, the other one was like a. 12 he also ten. is driving a nice BMW. That's a pretty mm -hmm. nice car. All right. Anyway, sorry, folks. Uh, now that our distractions out of the way, so Tennessee, um, very different than Wisconsin or California. Had to acclimate to my new atmosphere again, and I was only there for eight months. Then in spring break, my dad hated his job. Hated his well, not didn't hate his job, but hated the travel. Hated pretty much did not want his boss to be his boss. Um, disagreed with his principles, and we moved back to Wisconsin into the same house. Actually, it never sold. That's pretty sick. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, that's really kind of cool. cool. How did really you cool. like Tennessee? Tennessee was honestly great. I I love all the places I've lived. Um, Tennessee was probably the most different from all of them because it was pretty much rather deep south. <clears throat> um, everyone talked with southern accents. You know, you know the deal. Did you want to like adopt a southern accent when you were down there? Yeah, kind of. Did you want to be like, howdy y'all? Where, like, yeah, where in Tennessee did you live? Morristown, Tennessee. Morristown. It's a little little outside of Knoxville. Okay. You know where Knoxville is? I know where Knoxville is. UTK. Yeah. 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 Um, but that was great. I mean, looking back at like at the time, it's, it's hard as a kid to to learn and adapt to all those new places and new environments. And I've written a lot of papers, a lot of college essays on all, on all this stuff of moving. Yeah. But ultimately, it's I think it's been um, one of the cornerstones of my my life so far. And I wouldn't change the world for it. I think it's made me way less sheltered for a human being. Opened up plenty more experiences and new people that I would have never met before. Um, it's broadened my horizons overall. And I'm very thankful that I was given the opportunity to do that. Um, even despite my, against my best wishes as a kid, hmm. I think now looking back at it, it's it's a very it's made me who I am today, and it's very um, formative experience moving that many times. Because it's something you only see in movies and like TV shows, like, oh, surely that would never happen to me in real yeah. life. You know that mm. that doesn't that's how it works. Because mm. all my friends in each place had lived in their mm. respective houses for their entire lives, whereas mm. I couldn't do the same. You know, right? But then so moved back to Wisconsin um, after spring break, sixth grade. Then finished out school in Wisconsin, and I'm back in California, where it all started. Wow. Now, do you USD. think you would be the same person if you moved less? Like, say you just moved to Wisconsin. Yeah. No Tennessee, no back to Wisconsin. You went San Diego, young age, back to to Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. How do you think that would have changed everything? So you're saying, like, minus Tennessee? Yeah. Like, if you were to take that Tennessee to Wisconsin move out, because, like, Honestly, that's also a really far move. It is. Yes. Like you went like down, up, down, mm -hmm. on different coasts. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, no. Honestly, Tennessee, despite only being eight or nine months, was a very <laughs> crucial move. Uh, this monkey Alfred's laughing over here at me. He, it's because I I like geography, and Gabe said Tennessee and Wisconsin <laughs> on different coasts. Okay, you know what? No, I no Wisconsin's no no. I meant San Diego and Tennessee. Like he went like from so like it's like okay, use the hand like California. I, yeah, I know where Wisconsin, yeah. Tennessee. Right, right. It's like, right. A, okay. it's like an M. I got you. All right. Anyway, resident, <laughs> resident. Uh, All right. Geographical master Alfred, out of the way. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, Tennessee um, was a very influential and 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 important experience. I think and, uh, one of the biggest moves, despite only being not that much time, uh, less than a year, because one. Um. I learned a lot about the school system there, which is 
no offense to Tennessee, but not anywhere near the level as it was in California and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, moving there, I was like in the top classes I could take, and even then it was still ridiculously easy. Um, I felt like I kind of like digressed a grade level. Man, would it there. be an engineering major right now? Yeah, that right. <laughs> um, and two, I would not be where I am with baseball had I not moved to Tennessee because Tennessee, they know how to do sports right, let me tell you, down south. Um, I, I had a, I joined a really, really good uh, club travel team. More, co- So you're saying more competitive? Yes, much more competitive. Really? Wow. So where they lacked in maybe the academic side, they excelled greatly in sports. I feel mm. like you see that a lot. Like, there's a lot More of... so than California? Yes. Really? Really? Yes. I mean, really? obviously, I was younger in California, so I didn't get to experience quite uh, the same level. Right, right, right. But I'd say at least on the same level, if not above California, as far as athletics go. But, like, if you think about it, though, like, think of weather-wise. You weather were there wise. for, like, less than a year, though, right? But still, I mean, in middle school is like a... You, you, know, still, a, you can yeah. still gauge it. Yes, sure. exactly. Think, think of, like, weather-wise, though. Like, they do somewhat have the same weather as here. It's a lot of year-round. Yeah. It's, it's They do have the cold <coughs> here and there and more of the four seasons, but it's it's a lot of similar fastest mm. California. But, like, even here, we give the base the, the baseball team is given, like, I think a month of, like, no action, no play. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, that's just, that's just a month of, like, cold in Tennessee. Mm. That's time for your arm to rest, you know? Right. And that's just the sport of baseball. Exactly. Right. But no, I learned, yeah, I mean, I learned, coming back to Wisconsin, I mean, not to toot my own horn here, <laughs> but um, all my past coaches from Wisconsin and, like, friends were like, oh, my God, Adam's so much better. Because, like, it's a different environment, different competitive level, different environment down in Tennessee, and I learned, like, so much more about the fundamentals of baseball and how to, and, like, just got better, plain and simple. Okay. Um, so that really, I think that set me on my track to be where I am today. Obviously, I'm playing on the club team in college. Not necessarily a D1 athlete, but... Hey, my man hit a triple this weekend. Hey. Did, and we won the club championship in L.A. <laughs> no go. big deal. Let's go. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Dude, I um, think you yeah. can apply that to, like, many aspects of life, though. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, like, traveling and finding different things out about places. Yeah, You absolutely. know, we, we make the assumption so often about different countries and different regions and different places, but we've never been there. Yeah. Right. Never been there. Who am I to say what XYZ country is like when all I hear about it is from the news or from another person? Mm-hmm. You know, I think we can apply what you did and not like went through, but like how how your like life pre right now was, mm-hmm. which was great. But like the traveling aspect and learning about different people and cultures, like you said, mm-hmm. and apply that to a broader scale. Of not just like implying things about people, because me and Alfred, I don't think I would have thought that Tennessee's baseball or anything was anywhere near was anything near yeah. that of one like California, mm-hmm. just simply off of population, yeah, and sure. size. Mm-hmm. Like you think of sports teams, was the first one of the te- first teams, Lakers and Dodgers, mm-hmm. right? LA, right? <laughs> like naturally, yeah. <laughs> Can you name me a team in Tennessee? Uh, the, the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> the Titans. Tennessee Titans. That's true. Only one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah and then I don't know that, about hockey. The, I don't know the about college. Hockey. You know, Tennessee Volunteers, right. but nothing else. Yeah. Pro, I believe. Yeah. No. And that's just the world of sports. Yeah. Think yeah. of every world we're missing: academics, technology. We're missing so many different aspects of life mm. that, like, we just aren't well versed. Mm. Right. You know? Yep. Now, Adam, back to you. Um. 
who is Adam? Who? Who? <laughs> what a question. Who is Adam Brech? Like, and his middle name is James, by the way. Yeah, it is. Uh, AJB, baby. AJB. Done right. AJB. I don't know what the hell that is, but um, I understand. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> who is Adam? Like, tell me a little bit about you as a person, and what you know. What kind of animal are you? Is what I'm trying to say. Facts. Well, I can answer that one right away. I'm a wolf. A wolf. You're a wolf. A, a wolf. wolf. Really? Why? Okay. Like, Why? what would your wolf name be? My wolf name? Yeah, what's your wolf name? Fucking Alpha. Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was kidding. I was hoping for like a. Uh, uh, I think I think. Fuck, uh, what was its name? You'd be a sugar cane. Like sugar cane. Sugar cane, <laughs> and, and maybe like a I don't know, maple, or I don't know. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. If you were a wolf, your name would be maple or oh. sugar cane. Is what oh, I'm trying it? to say. I think um, it would be uh, Drax. 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 Yes. All right, off the name. Why and would you be a anyway, wolf? Why would you be a wolf? Wolf. Um, they don't get into who is Adam, yeah. but wolf. <sighs> you know, wolves. Have been my favorite animal from a young from a young age. As a mm. young boy, I always loved wolves. I'm very well aware. I uh, used to paint wolves. Actually, I took a painting class in wow. about the uh, seventh grade. I want to say, and I painted a picture of a wolf. The man a, is an artist. In a winter forest setting, and it was very nice. Mm. If I do say so myself. Mm. But I don't really know why I'm so connected to wolves. I just have always liked them. Um, they for me, I don't. This is a really weird reason, but like you always hear about the big cats, the lions, the tigers, yeah. the jaguars, the cheetahs. But there's not any big dogs, but the wolf is the big dog. Yeah. That is true. You know? And wolves are big. Ancestors I did not realize how big wolves were until we saw one on first, first year retreat. Dude, yes, that yeah. thing was, that was a puppy. Humongous. And that was a puppy. That was like wolf. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen Adam smile so much. Yes. I fucking love wolves. Um anyway. <laughs> I don't really yeah, I don't really have a great reason why. Just like they're they're sick and they're big, fluffy, cuddly dogs, but also fierce. Fierce. But anyway, who am I? That's a great question, Alfred. Um, I don't know. I, I hate to like sound like cocky or braggy, you know? Just describe, describe yourself. It. You don't have to apologize for who you are, please. Ooh. Okay. Please. Take that note right there, Alfred. Say that again, please. Say that you again. don't have to apologize for who you are. Yes. Adam, just tell me who you are. Please. Hey, Alfred. I want to know. I am a caring loving kind person i would say i can see i that. greatly value my academics my athletics balancing everything in my life um, i have a deep love for my family and friends i really value my faith um i kind of i just want to be the best in everything i can do mm. and it, it's tough to balance all that, but mm. of course, I place. I'm, I'm somewhat of a perfectionist. I place great emphasis on being attest to that, like absolutely perfect and everything, which gets hard because mm. um, you have to learn how to how to balance those. Right. You know, sometimes I go to the gym when I should be doing homework, or I. Hey, all our versions of self growth. All our versions of self growth, right there. Very true. Um, I've learned a lot of great lessons from my from my parents, my parents, my family. My siblings especially. I have, for those of you who don't know, I have four older siblings. Quite older, actually. I'm not a mistake, though. Don't worry. <laughs> um, no, you are not. The story behind that. So, three of them are half-siblings. And my youngest oldest brother, if it makes sense, is adopted. So, 
quick little anecdote here. My my dad was married before he met my mom and had my three oldest siblings. Gotcha. Um, oldest oldest in order, Phil, Corey, and Jordan. And then my mom was also married before she met my dad, and they adopted Jake, my the youngest older. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Love Jake. So we got Phil thirty eight, Corey thirty four, Jordan thirty one. Jake, 28, and me, 18. Um, and that might seem, like, really crazy to some of you who have, like, siblings much closer in age or completely blood-related. But at the end of the day, we're all siblings. We're all close enough. We all consider ourselves siblings. And I've, I've been lucky enough to have a great bond with all of them throughout my whole life, and they've taught me a lot of lessons. I was well, just about to ask, like, what is, like, because I got siblings that are close. Yeah, me you too. You know, the furthest my, I think the furthest sibling I have is... Hunter and Hunter's eight right now. Okay. And me and my siblings are all a year apart, so yeah, super close. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, what was like the advantage? Like, I don't know. Advantages, don't advantages and disadvantages like, of having siblings that are so yeah. far away in age. Disadvantage. I'll start with disadvantages. Um, kind of the more like glooming obvious ones yeah. is that you can't really be quite as close yeah. as to someone you live, you grow yeah. up and li- are living with. Sure. Yeah. Um, Corey. Jordan and Jake, I spent part of my life with because jo- so Jordan's 13 years older than me, mm-hmm. and Corey is, let me do the math here, uh, 16 years older than me. So when I was a baby, and like when I turned five, is when jo- Jordan finally left the house. Baby. <laughs> um, baby. I can't so, believe you were a baby. That's crazy. Yeah, right? This is wild. I grew up the most with Jake. <laughs> Because he's only 10 years older. But the other two, I had some... They were in the house for some portion. But then Phil actually went to USD. So he was already here Ooh, okay. when I was... Um, by the time I was born. And a uh, funny little story. I actually met Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh held me as a baby when he coached what? here. What? Fucking yeah. sick. Wait a second. So suck on That's that one. sick. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh held Jim Harbaugh. you, Adam James Brech, as he a baby. Did because he coached my brother at USD when he was here for a short tenure. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's so wow. cool. So we have pictures of me at Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. So That's if dope. I touch you, I'm kind of touching Jim Harbaugh. It's, he's Indirectly, yes. Indirectly, wow. Exactly. That's For all incredible. of you out there who really love Jim Harbaugh, just come give Adam a handshake. I got yeah. you. One of the greatest coaches of all time in, uh, in football. Oh. I said one of the greatest. I didn't say... <laughs> oh, Gabe's fair, got some debate fair, here. Fair, fair, fair. You did say one of them. Um, I didn't say the greatest. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> oh, silly geese. Anyways, Adam, back to you. Yes, correct. So, th- so those are the greatest disadvantages, I think, is just not being quite as close and, and having that distance. So obviously, by the time I was like relatively grown up or going through my teenage years, mm. um, they were all already moved and far away. Mm. So when we were in Wisconsin, for example, Joe, sorry, Jordan, I call her Joe, um, was in... That's cute, by the way. Thanks. Call your sister Joe. <laughs> yeah, they, they were all over. So Phil was between Oregon, Washington, California, Joe... Was California, New York. Corey was California, New York, and then um, they've kind of been all over the map. So it's obviously a trip to to get to see them, right? Um, instead of them just being in the comfort of your own home, right? So that's probably the biggest disadvantage. But I think the advantages definitely outweigh those thousand percent. Um, number one, having siblings and having that outlet, regardless of how old they are, you're still fucking siblings with each other. You know, it's it's a great yeah. connection, great to <clears throat> be able to grow up with them, right, and around them. Um, two, as I kind of mentioned before, learning a lot of lessons, both good and bad, mm-hmm. um, of what to do and what not to do yeah. and what not to do, especially is, mm-hmm. is probably one of the greater things I've learned, which 
which is overall good. It's bad in the moment, and it's bad um, for it's. I feel for my siblings, and for all my family who's made mistakes, um, and I know I have too. But like learning, but for the next generation, for me, um, and for my kids, and for the rest of like our family tree, learning from those mistakes for whoever, whoever has made them is is really powerful and beneficial. I think in the yeah. long run. Well, it's like what I said to you today at the gym. Yeah. Not only does it apply to lifting weights, but it also applies to life. Mm-hmm. You can't succeed without failure. Right. Every right. greatest invention, person, uh, thing, mm-hmm. that's a broad word, failed at some point. Yeah. And then tried again mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. succeed. Correct. Right. So. Keep going. Yeah. I mean, I've I've learned from their low points and I've learn from their high points um they've been almost mentors to me i think in my life as as much as they've been siblings too they've also been very great resources and people to look to i think that's a very cool aspect yeah I, a lot of people I, can't say it's unique yeah. and i appreciate that i think um third advantage is it's all it's all fun and games. It's still it's still a great time. We're still yeah. I always got I got nuggies from my sister when I was a young lad. <laughs> she tortured me. <laughs> uh, love you, Joe. Um, I I uh, that is adorable. Was exposed to the the uh, um, harshness. I'll say maybe not harshness is the wrong word. The uh, the rather illegal things of life uh, at a young age, such I as understand. you know what I mean. Um, had some sips of liquid <laughs> at a young age. Um, yeah, isn't sips of liquid. Yes, certain liquids. Antifreeze. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> rat rat poison. <laughs> not kidding. That's not liquid jackass. But it's whatever. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, no, but yeah, through it all, it's, it's all been very, it's all been very fun. It's all been very antifreeze. <laughs> all the things you're gonna give up. A great sibling relationship, and I um, value it more than anything, and I'm very glad to have them in my life. Diverging question. Correct. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, audience, feel free to judge him on his responses. <laughs> um, oh. Give me some of your favorite movies. Favorite movies. Oh, favorite no, no, no. I don't, I don't want some. I want a three. Top three? Top three. I want the pressure of a three. Ooh, Give me that a does, three. That's a lot of pressure. Ooh, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Okay, I have two immediately. Third I got to think on. Okay. Number one, in no particular order. Number one, Good Will Hunting. Mm. Number mm. two, Caddyshack. Mm. And I knew I liked you for some reason. <laughs> fuck, number three. Number three, oh, God. Very tough. See, I grew up watching a lot of com- old comedies with my father. Okay. How could you not? Of course. Um, there's so many great ones. Pull the trigger. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Same. I don't know. Um... Uh, uh, instinct. What's your instinct? You know, honestly, Avengers. Yeah. Like the first Which, Avengers. Okay. 2012. Yes. Okay. That was a really solid movie. Yeah. Like I was never a big Marvel person. That was a solid movie. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. So that's my pro- that's probably my big three. Good Hunting, yeah. Caddyshack, mm-hmm. and Avengers. Right. Yes. That's a, that's a really good. Movie. Respectable. Well, respectable. Respectable. Oh, what do respectable. you say to that, Mr. Al? I just, that's it. No, no, no. We're, we're going to find out about Alfred on another, on another time. <laughs> we and will. let me tell you, I'm very excited for <laughs> yes. that one. I okay. cannot oh, me too, me too. tell you how excited I am. Have mercy on my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alfred, or not Alfred. 
fucking I was gonna I was looking at Alfred. I was talking to Adam. Yes. So Adam. Shoot. What do you think is like, you know, a a good quote that I always used to live by. Uh, it was by Warren Buffett and he goes, In the end, life comes down to only a few key decisions. Okay. He goes, The decisions to what clothes you make doesn't matter. But in your life there are a few key decisions. Mm-hmm. That shape who you are and how your day goes. So, 18 years of your life, learned a lot, done a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you grew from a child who couldn't know how to speak to someone who's here now mm-hmm. and can do fucking matrices and math, right? Yeah. What is your biggest decision, your biggest defining moment? If you could pick one. Oh, Jesus. It's tough. It's really hard because I don't even think I could pick one in my life. Yeah. I think a two, but... What do you think is your one moment that shaped who you are or what what changed your life? Um how how vulnerable do you want to get here? How deep? How, however you, however much you want to go, man. It's up to you. Okay. Um listeners, uh gonna dive deep here. So hear me out. Um, and don't worry, we're, we're all good now, but when I was around eight years old, so this is actually part of the moving thing, the reason for moving, which I didn't explain beforehand. Um, my dad had a heart attack, mm-hmm. kind of out of the blue, and then obviously he was rushed to the hospital. Um, they did tests, see what was up, everything. Um, and for more context, my, my dad is an alcoholic, so, and, and there's a long line of alcoholics before him, on my father's side especially, it's, it's in the family, um, so, basically his, um, his heart couldn't keep up, and he had two more before we finally had to, um, go to a, an intensive care unit, and and get him set up and honestly fight for his life yeah. so and this and at the time and so I'm eight years old this time I'm like what the hell's going on like like you don't know I don't even know I, I stayed with my friends like on weekends and week like during school because my mom had to take my dad back and forth to the hospital right. so I'm, I'm like kind of speechless here I don't, I'm like I don't really know what's going on mom's saying oh he'll be fine it's just like a, no big deal it's just, he's just a little sick getting um, checkups yeah right I of course you. I follow but then when the seriousness of the situation finally escalated enough to where it was unavoidable, um, obviously I went to the hospital and we all, uh, my siblings all came out, my aunt and uncle, and we all stayed in the hospital with my dad um, during his treatment time. And um, he had to, the prognosis was he had to get a triple bypass surgery mm-hmm. on his heart, um, which essentially means, for those of you who don't know, that three of his four arteries were either entirely or almost entirely blocked to the point where they were not pushing blood in and out of the yeah. heart. So he only had one working one, and even that was a little clogged. Um, and so he, actually during the procedure, um, flatlined. Like, he, he, he died for, like, a good couple minutes. Um, and then he was revived, and... He is where he is now. Um, got a defibrillator put in. 
to make sure nothing happens to that extent again. Um, was recommended by the nurse to not drink as much. Um, but That's always the recommendation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rat is what it is. When you're alcoholic, it's it's a disease. Yeah. Um, but he's healthy now, and he, he That's really, amazing. he may, takes care of his health. Um, makes a point to do it. Um, but anyway, to the, to, uh, explain like the, the influence of that situation on me, my life is that despite it being so drastic and so in such a, like near, literally near death experience, um, it one brought my entire family together, literally and figuratively. Um, all my siblings, as I said, my aunts and uncles came out to California to be with my dad at the hospital um, while he was going through this and it, it brought us together in that way and also just gave us a, allowed us to have a deeper bond with one another in all our countless days and sleepless nights in the hospital with my dad um, and then too it, it was part of the reason we moved out Midwest because should anything like that ever happen again right. we'd be near family yeah. and likewise for the rest of my family if they ever went through health trauma like that then we would be near them mm -hmm. to to be to, just to be there to be accessible to not be thousands of miles away from or, or plane flights away from everybody um and i think the lesson the biggest lesson taught me was as i said for my siblings to learn from their mistakes um it's always influ it's always incited a little little notion in the back of my head to monitor my my drinking yeah. My addictive tendencies, which are inevitably passed down um, from my dad and my dad's side. So as horrible as that was, it's allowed me to have a greater perspective on um, what my limits are. Uh, I think it shapes you. Too. To be smart. Exactly. It does. Yes, definitely does shape me. Um, to be smart about the choices I'm making um, and to really value my life so much more because you are never guaranteed tomorrow and it can change or end in a second just like that see I think that that, that story and thank you for sharing thank of you course. for sharing Seriously, yeah. thank you mm -hmm. by the way guys in the last what have we done now five episodes this is six yeah in the last five episodes we've preached a lot of different things but always come back to the sense of being vulnerable and how our past can change our future you know it's not about how many rings up the ladder you climb. It's how many times you get back on the ladder. Mm -hmm. And Adam's story, I think, is a direct correlation. You know, I can see so many qualities that I see in one of my best friends here literally through that story. If you guys do not know Adam yet, get to know freaking Adam Bretch, okay? One of the most caring people on this campus. Oh, okay, stop. and I, it's in that story. I knew it from the moment I saw you at, at the pre-orientation. You know, he's more than just a giant guy who can lift in the gym. Okay. <laughs> By the way, if you see him on campus, I just want you all, the only words I want you to say to him. He's gonna kill me for this. He doesn't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> okay. The only words I want you to say to Adam for the next week: two, seven, five, two seventy-five. Okay. Yeah. That's all we're gonna say to Adam for the <sighs> next week: two seventy-five. He's throwing that up there next Monday. But You're done right. Man. Well, I, folks. I, just, I, I don't even know like how to... You can't even add to something of that magnitude. Yeah. As, as a great person once said, 
we contain multitudes. Mm -hmm. And Adam is a direct relation to that, man. Alfred, what do you got to add, dude? Um, I actually had another question for Adam. Go Go ahead. ahead. Hit Um, him with it. Um, Because when I met you Mm -hmm. at Prio, you know, I, I think I have a pretty good read on people and I, and I, I knew you were special and with all your past experiences combined, mm-hmm. everything that you've gone through, yeah. um, how do you think you carry over your experiences, um, before college into college and, mm. and in what way do you, do you use all the talents and gifts that you've been blessed with and, and your personality in what way do you use that um, here in the college setting? How do you think that plays out? That's a great question. Um, I love that question. I love that question. I think it's almost unconscious. Does that make sense? Right. I'm not... Because it's who you are. Right. So it's natural. I'm not trying to put on a mask or, or um, put on a, a face yeah. or a facade that yeah. is someone that I'm not... Uh, and I think that was something that I've, I tried to do growing up a little bit is when I saw someone like a cute girl or someone popular blah 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 I would not be myself at first but now upon getting to college upon all the principles I've learned from my family and my siblings especially I think I've over 18 years learned to be myself I think pretty wholly and completely mm-hmm. without really falter I've um I haven't really, can't really think of a moment where I've tried to be someone I'm not or acted differently in front of mm-hmm. you versus anybody else. That's any special. That's yeah, special. I, I can't really point to any instances or ways that I um, specifically do that. It just kind of happens, you know what I mean? I think it's it's ingrained in my nature as a result of those things that, that, I've, that are part of my past that just kind of let itself into my personality today. If that makes any sense, if that yeah, answers your question. I understand. Mm-hmm. What, what a special human being. I'm so... Oh, guys, when we nice. came up with this topic of going through the podcast, I am so excited we did this. Members? Members, yeah. Going through the podcast. Um, Alfred, do you got any last questions? I want to do a, like a rapid-fire thing to him. Like, a rapid fire like thing. Give them. It doesn't have to be serious or anything, but it can be. Favorite TV show of all time. Fuck. Regular show. <laughs> Favorite song of all time. Got to pick one. You got to pick uh, one. Favorite song. What you know, Two Door Cinema Club. English. What you know. What you know by Two Door Cinema Club. Okay. Favorite marine mammal. Marine mammal. What? Narwhal. Does that count? That's a great. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite painting that you would like the audience to to go and look up and look at this painting? Not by name, no. Um, actually, actually, I don't know the name, but it's it's like the Great Wave. You've probably seen it before. It's like Japanese block. Oh yes, yes, yes. That one. I like that one a lot. Favorite favorite quote of all time. Quote of all time. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm a big quote guy. I know you are. A lot of people said that. Um, <laughs> oh goodness! All right, if you oh get oh, that. I do my senior quote actually. Oh, Robin Williams. Oh my oh! god! Oh my ready? god! Ready? Ready? You're not ready for this. Here we go. Everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. 
Dude, I don't know if you can get favorite holiday meal. Oh, jeez. Um, a dish. I mean, a dish. Yeah. Oh, it's fire, gotta be fire, fire. It's gotta be homemade mashed potatoes and gravy. Uh, favorite holiday of all time. Christ. Um. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, I don't want to say Christmas because that's very generic. But I, you can pick your. If you feel Christmas. it, then say. If, it. If I like Christmas. I don't know. Um. I'll go. Thanks, I'll, I'll say I'll go Thanksgiving. Favorite, I really like favorite part like that that food in Thanksgiving. The favorite food of Thanksgiving. He already said his favorite. I already asked him favorite holiday dish. Mashed but, potatoes and gravy, definitely. Yeah, but. But a, f- a close second is stuffing. All right. Stop. Celebrity crush. Oh, Jesus. Margot Robbie. Ooh. Mm. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> do you have favorite, a favorite color? Yep. Blue. Easy. Favorite Mark. snack. Uh, favorite snack. I don't snack that much, but honestly. What? The, like, what? Like, like, That's so false. You liar. I've never heard such half <laughs> in my life. This okay, guy has gone okay. through like apples. Apples. Oh my snack. god! Thank you. All right, that's a that's a respect. He shoves apples. them in his face. I don't like snack that often. Tree trunks to a wood chipper. I mean. Dude, you snack all day. Apples. It's a good snack, but like you that's snack nice. all day. Favorite sport and favorite sport to play. Mm. Oh, like favorite sport I would want to be good at, or favorite sport to play in general. Please, just answer the question. Baseball, baseball. <laughs> baseball, baseball? Yep. Roger that. All right, I got one last one for him. Shoot. Unless you got one. I got I got plenty <laughs> more. Okay. But please. Well, continue. I got one as we're running on time. We right. are running on time, but right. continue. Go ahead. Adam. Shoot. Yes. Challenge for the listeners. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. I want it. I want my challenge. I'm living up to my challenge. Challenge. I want Adam's. Ready? Ready? All you listeners out there, challenge. Specific. Don't be afraid of who you are. Mm. And specifically, the challenge part, open up to others. Let them know about your past experiences and what you've been through, even though it might be hard to discuss, as I just did with all of you. So, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, (laughs) A a living example. Yes. Seek to know more about others and to know more about yourself in doing so. By unlocking your past experiences, not not shying away from them, but reliving them, even if they're traumatic, they make you who you are. Tell it to other people, and just be proud of who you are. Man, I there you are. I love the challenge. Adam James Brech, he is single, ladies. So facts. I am indeed. Facts. He is indeed. <laughs> I think Thursday. Our next podcast, we are going to get into my man, Alfred Ayala. I'm so excited for that I thought we were going to do you. but No, no. We're going to go Alfred, and then I'm going to throw a little uh, wrench in there for everyone listening, and even these two right here. Oh, boy. I have a uh, a fourth member I would like to hit on and learn about before we go any further into uh, me or anything. Oh, boy. And uh, we'll give a little preface. You know, preface. Preface. My bad. That's why Adam does I'm the grammar of these. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it is the wonderful, most amazing person who listened to this podcast. I want Hayden Wilson in on this next one to learn about Hayden. You guys have, if you if you've met Hayden, Woo! oh, you Special are blessed. You. If you are not met Hayden, well, you will next week. Let me tell you, less than a week from today because we are off by one day. We but, are. Um, Our apologies, guys. I just. Adam Bratch, guys. There's, there's no other way to put it. God bless America. God bless. Indeed. Hell yeah. But uh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's, let's get ready for Alfred on Thursday. And oh. Adam, thank you for sharing. Of, of course, gentlemen, fellow podcast. Monkey, you. <laughs> you know, you might have said wolf, but I just 
you're you're a little monkey. You are monkey. monkey. You're a little monkey. monkey. Guys, that is time with AGA. I'm Gabe. I am Alfred. And I am Adam. Guys, we'll see you on Thursday with a little bit of Alfred here. Oh boy, yeah. Appreciate y'all. Peace.